All right, man. First and foremost, we'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, welcome back, brothers, and Lord willing, everybody's going to be listening soon to our reading. Now that the high holy days have passed us for the time being, you know, uh, you know, good times were had, camps were set up, and, you know, we, we you know, through the Spirit and power, Yahweh Shai, we, you know, we, we taught our people. So with that being said, we're going back to our, our you know, our regular schedule, you know, movements. Uh, we're going to do back to reading Deuteronomy. Uh, we're back in the Torah, you know, Deuteronomy, Sirach, and Luke. Uh, we're going to be at Deuteronomy, the 20th chapter now. That's where we're at now, man, Deuteronomy 20. Uh, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 20 from the top. When thou goest out to battle against thy enemies, and see his horse, horses and chariots and people more than thou, be not afraid of them. For Yahweh thy power is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. I mean, let's that's, that's, that's remember some. Even now, when we keep this law every Saturday, like I told the, the, the Christians, you know, this is war. You know, I mean, this is spiritual war, so we, can't, we shouldn't be afraid. Remember, the Most High God, the same God that brought us out of Egypt, He's with us, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he out there with us every Saturday, put the angels around us, you know what I'm saying, to encamp around us. But let's keep going. Verse 20, uh, verse 2. And it shall be when, that, when ye are come nigh unto the battle that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, approach, you approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint, Fear not, and do not tremble. Selakia. Let me start over. Hear, O Israel, you approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your heart faint. Fear not, and do not tremble. Neither be terrified because of them. For Yahweh your power is, is he that goes with you to fight against your enemies to save you. And I mean... Lord willing, we start, you know, seeing brothers come in and, you know what I mean, let the Levites, you know, read this before we go out to camp every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Because we got to understand that the Most High God is with us. Our hearts should never faint. So every Saturday, you know what, we should do that as a camp. Even on our own, every Saturday before we get ready to go to camp, we should read Deuteronomy 20 and verse 2. You know what I'm saying? Because it's something that we got to understand. Verse uh, verse 3. We're going to read, we always read verse 3, but let's go to verse 5. And the officer shall speak unto the people, saying, What man is there is there that hath built the new house and hath not dedicated it? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in, in battle and another man dedicate it. And what man is he that hath planted a vineyard? So like it's planted a vineyard and not yet eaten of it. Let him go else go and return of it, lest he die in battle and another man eat of it. And what man is there that hath betrothed a wife and hath taken not hath not taken her? Let him go and return unto his house, lest he die in battle, and then and another man take her. You know what I'm saying? Understanding that there is circumstances, even in those battles. You know what I'm saying? The officer's gotta let Everybody know, like, what are we going to, you know, you got your choice. If you haven't done this, you should go, because just in case, just in case. Salaki, brother. Baby, is there water? <coughs> 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 
Ooh, Salaki, Salaki. Throw out it, baby, throw out it. Uh, let's see. Because we understand understand that, you know, the most high is righteous, so we want you know, he, he said, Brothers, if you got something, you ain't you got unfinished business, go handle that before before you let, unless you die in battle and you know, boom, somebody else handles your business for you. You know what I'm saying? Verse eight. And the officers shall speak further unto the people, and they shall say, What man is there that is fearful and faint-hearted? Let him go and return to his house, lest his brethren's heart faint as well as his. So faint is his, as his heart. And it shall be when the officers have made the end of speaking unto the people that they shall make captains of the armies to lead the people. You know what I'm saying? When, when thou comest nigh in the city, fight against it, and thou proclaim peace unto it. And it shall be, throw water, baby. Yeah. And it shall be, if it make the answer of peace, and open unto thee, then shall it be that all the people that is found therein shall be tributaries unto thee, and they shall serve thee. And if thou shalt besiege it, and when Yahweh thy power hath delivered it into thy hands, thou shalt smite every male thereof with the edges of the sword. But the women and the little ones and the cattle, all that is in the city, even all the spoils thereof, shalt thou take unto, unto thyself, and thou shalt eat, and shalt eat the spoils of thine enemies." Understand, you know what I'm saying? This is the rules of war. You know what I'm saying? The Most High God don't want you killing no, no, no women. You know, no women and and children. You know what I'm saying? That's where Esau got that from. But you see how Esau is. You know what I'm saying? He's such a goddamn devil that he starts killing the, the children. That's why the children got armed up. You see how he was when they got to you know to the Americas, how they did out, how they did us, how they did the, the the Southern Kingdom. You know what I'm saying? How they did the Southern Kingdom when they came to America? You know what I'm saying? Anytime the you know what I'm saying, you see how these Edomites are contrary to the scriptures, but they want to say that they're you know that they're the chosen people. You know what I'm saying? They you know in the Most High clearly set up rules for war. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so Uh, verse 15, Thus thou shalt do unto all the cities which are very far from thee, which are not of the cities of these nations, but of the cities of these people which um, which Yahweh thy power doth give thee for an inheritance, thou shalt save alive nothing that breatheth, but thou shalt utterly destroy them, namely the Hittites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites, as Yahweh thy power has commanded thee, that they shall teach you not to do after all their abominations, which they have done unto their gods, so that so thou so should ye sin against Yahweh thy power. So see, there's even always a specific, you know, nation of people that we shouldn't, you know, that that we already got to utterly destroy, that we got beef with, because they have a control, you know, they have a way of swaying us towards other gods. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even though it's, as verse 18 says that they teach you to do after all their abominations. You know what I'm saying? Which they have done unto their God, so should ye, so should ye sin against Yahweh your power. 
You know what I'm saying? So they, they could sway us easily. Let's go to verse 19. When thou shalt besiege a city a long time in making war against it to take it, thou shalt not destroy the trees thereof by forcing the axe against them. Look out. Look, let, let me just say this. So like, I got I to gotta highlight this. Maybe. Yeah, let me highlight this. Look. You see what the you see how the Mosai clearly set up rules and how the the, the tribe of Gad, you know, Issachar, Zebulon, how we did when we were in these you know in this in the Americas, you know what I'm saying? And uh, as opposed to us, how these these damn devils the Edomites do, you know what I'm saying? Because they've been besieging war against us, but what they do, they destroy the land. You know what I'm saying? They destroy the tree by forcing the axe to them. I'm going to keep reading. For thou mayest eat of them, and thou shalt not cut them down. For the tree of the field is man's life. Look how, look how powerful the Torah is. For the, tree of li for the tree of the field is man's life. To employ them in the siege. Only the tree which thou knowest, that they be not trees for meat, thou shalt destroy and cut them down. And thou shalt build bulwarks against against the city that maketh war with thee until it's subdued. Even basically, the, the Torah is telling us, the Most High God is telling us that we can only cut a tree that we for sure knew, no, does not, you know what I'm saying, does not produce anything, you know what I'm saying, it doesn't produce no kind of fruit no more, so we can use it for wood and to make buildings. You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy how, how the Most High just points things out. But let's go. Let's let's move on to Ecclesiasticus or the Book of Sirach, chapter twenty. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's how you know that's an Edomite saying all's fair in love and war because. Clearly, in the Torah, there's rules for war. You know, there's rules how we engage our enemies. You know what I'm saying? Certain nations, so like in certain nations, we don't, you know, we only kill the, you know, we kill the men. In, in, in other nations, those seven nations, we utterly destroy everything. Uh, but let's go to, to, to the book of Sirach, chapter 20, from the top. There is a reproof that is not comely. Again, some man holdeth his tongue, and he is wise. So you know, saying there's there's correction that's not done. You know, that's not good. I mean, it's not beautiful. You know, it's the ugly truth. Again, some men hold his tongue and he is wise. Some just know it's better not even to deal with it. It is much better to reprove than to be angry secretly. And he that confesseth confesseth his fault shall be preserved from her. You know what I'm saying? So understanding also, you know what I mean. That you know that that correction is key. It's something that's very key. You know, it's even better than to be you know you just be angry and holding something in. You feel me? Verse three. How good is it when thou art reproved to show repentance for so thou escape willful sin? You know, say always remember when you repent. Be be when you're when you're corrected. Be sure to be, uh, be repented repentative like the like the Jake that we met on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Like the Jake that we met on Saturday. Let's keep going. Uh, verse verse 4. As is the lust of a eunuch to deflower a virgin, so is he that executes judgment with violence. 
You know what I'm saying? It's going to be something. It's going to be something, something angry, something done, you know what I'm saying, like with much desire. Verse, uh, verse 5, there is one that keepeth silence and is found wise, and one and another with much babbling becometh hateful. So, you know what I'm saying? There's some that just, be, you ever seen the, si the strong silent type, so to speak? They become, you know what I mean? They're looked upon as wise. You know, saying that some just keep talking, that people just get irritated. Verse six: Some man holdeth his tongue because he hath not not to answer, and some keep a silence, knowing his time. Some don't answer because they don't know, and some don't answer because they know the time when, when it's time, the correct time to even speak. You know what I'm saying? They know the answer; they just don't. They don't. They know they don't have to give it. A wise man will hold his tongue till he see his till he see opportunity, but a babbler and a fool will regard no time. Again, knowing when to speak, you know what I'm saying. We got to know when to speak. Uh, he that uses his use, he that uses many words shall be abhorred, and he that taketh to himself authority therein shall be hated. So see, you know what I'm saying. Again, knowing when to speak. Verse 9, there is a sinner that hath good success in evil things, and there is gain that turneth to loss. Y'all watch Scarface. Hell, even even, uh, even uh, a good fellas can see anything, you know what I'm saying? Those that are wise, you see how it turns out for them. There is a gift that shall not profit thee, and there is a gift whose recompense is double. You know what I'm saying? There is an absence because of glory, and there is and there is it that lifted up his head from a low estate. You know say, and there is that buyeth much for a little and repayeth it in sevenfold. You know what I'm saying? Is you you pay you get paid back more than what you bargained for, basically. Keep go, I'm gonna keep going. Verse thirteen A wise man by his word maketh himself beloved, but the graces of fools shall be poured out. You know, when you when you speak uplifting to people, you know, when you when you speak wise words, when you're a wise man, you, your words make you loved among the people. But you know, what I'm saying, but people like but fools, you know, what I'm saying their 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 comedy is poured out, so to speak. I, I should get the artist. Well, it's just okay. You know, say and they, the gift of a fool shall do thee no good when thou has it. Neither he of the envious for his necessity. For he looketh to receive many things for one, and he giveth little, and upbraideth much. He gives, he gives you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep reading it because it, you know it's all going to tie together. He openeth his mouth like a crier. Today he lendeth, and tomorrow he will ask it again. Such, and such is one is to be hated of God and men. Um. The fool saith, I have no friends, I have no thanks for all my good deeds. And they that eat my bread shall speak evil of me. How oft and oft and of how many shall be laughed to scorn. For he knoweth not aright what is, is to have, and it all shall be one, it shall be one unto him as if he had not. Y'all see, you know what I'm saying, comparing the fool and the, the, the wise man and the fool. You know, saying a wise man is loved when he speaks. You know, a fool when he pours out his foolishness becomes hated. You know, what I'm saying you see how he'll let he'll, you know, saying he gives you a little, but he requires a lot, and he's always complaining about something. 
You know, saying he'll let you borrow today, but he's gonna need he's gonna need it right back tomorrow. You know, saying and then he complains about it, saying he ain't got no friends and and nobody cares. You know, saying and there's no thanking him. You know, everybody's thankless when it comes to him and what he's done for them. You know, saying verse nineteen. To slip upon pavement is better than to slip with the tongue. So the fall of the wicked shall come speedily. Um, an unseasonable tale will always be in the mouth of the unwise. A wise sentence shall be rejected when it comes out of a fool's mouth, for he shall speak, not speak it in due season. Like, like me and me and Sarjish Alamah consistently say, uh, you know, even a broken clock is right, you know, correct twice a day. You know what I'm saying? But in, in in part, you know what I'm saying, they're going to say it at the wrong time, and nobody's going to want to hear that. That's why I said nobody want to hear that shit right now because we're dealing with something a different matter. You know what I'm saying? It's better to fall and bust yourself on the concrete than it is to, you know what I'm saying, than to slip on your tongue because your fall is going to be ten times harder. Ooh. Salakia. There is... There is that hindered from sinning through want, and when he taketh rest, he shall not be troubled. There is that destroyeth his own soul through bashfulness, and by accepting of persons overthrows himself. Again, comparing the wise to the fool. Salakia. There is that. For bashfulness, promise to a friend and make him his enemy for nothing. So, basically, you know what I'm saying? Just playing the fool, and he may, and then he ends up making somebody his enemy. A lot, verse 24. A lie is a foul blot in a man, yet it is continually in the mouth of the untaught. A thief is better than a man that is accustomed to lie, but they both shall have destruction to heritage. The disposition of a liar is dishonorable, and his shame is ever with him. Now, you know what I'm saying, speaking on, on liars, you know what I'm saying, and it's always in the mouth of an un a person that's not taught any better, you know what I'm saying, and they say that a thief is better than li a liar, even though both will have the same, you know, the same, the same destruction. You know, saying the lie, even the way a disposition, even the way the liar carries himself is dishonorable. You know what I'm saying? And anytime you look at him, you're like, yeah, that fool, you whatever, boom. Verse 27. A wise man shall promote himself to honor. Oh my God. A wise man shall promote himself to honor with his words, and he that hath understanding will please great men. He that tilleth his land shall increase his heat, and he that pleaseth great men shall pardon for, for shall pardon for iniquity. Again, you know the reward of being a a, a wise man. You know, saying and a lot of the book of Sirach doesn't need breakdown. It's crazy. Presents and gifts blind the eyes of the wise and stop his mouth that he cannot reprove. You know what I'm saying? Again, a, a gift destroyeth the heart. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like we say every week. Oh, verse 30. Wisdom that is hid and treasure that is hoarded up. What profit is in them both? Better is he that hideth his folly than a man that hideth his wisdom. 
necessary patience in seeking Yahweh is better than he that leadeth his life without guide. So you already know. You know, saying it's better to seek the most high than to seek these treasures. It's better to hide your stupidity than to hide your wisdom. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, there's a necessity in seeking, in being patient when seeking the most high. Let's go on to the gospel of the book of Luke, chapter 20. Looks like we're almost through with the book of Luke, fam. Ooh, the words of our King Yahawashai. Hamashiach Yahawashai, son of David. Ugh. Verse 20. Um, the book of Luke, chapter 20, from the top. And it came to pass that on one of those days, as he taught the people in the temple and preached the gospel, the chief priests and the scribes came up upon him, up uh, uh, came upon him with the elders and spoke unto him, saying, Tell us, but why, by what authority dost thou doest these things? Or whom is he that gave thee this authority? So now these chief priests, these people are pressing Yahweh, pressing our king, asking him, How do you speak these things? How do you know these things? By what authority? And they came up with elders and such. You know what I'm saying? So they're questioning the man. Verse 3, and he answered and said unto them, I will ask you one thing and answer me. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or of men? They reasoned with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he shall say, Why then believed him not? But if we say of men, all the people shall stone us, for they be persuaded that John was a prophet. So the other said, these dudes were like, uh, damn, we got to watch ourselves. We can't say, yeah, because we can't say the most high because then he's going to ask why we believe him. We can't say amen because all these people are going to stone us because they, they were persuaded. They were convinced that this man was a prophet. And they answered that they could not tell whence it was. And Yehoshua said unto them, neither tell I you by what authority I do these things. Basically, can't answer me. I won't answer you. Hey, man, Yahushua was cold, man. Yahushua was a cold Jake. <laughs> Verse 9. Then began he to speak to all the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard and let forth to husbandmen and went in a far country for a long time. And at the season he sent a servant to, hu to the husbandmen that they should give him the fruit of the vineyard. But the husbandmen beat him and sent him empty. And again, he sent another servant, and they beat him also, and entreated him shamefully, and sent him away uh, empty. And again, he sent the third, and they wounded him also, and cast him out. And they said, Lord of the vineyard, they said, then said, the Lord of the vineyard, what shall I do? I shall send my beloved son, it may be that they shall reverence him when they see him. So, understand what Christ is talking about. Now, the vineyard is Israel. The husbandmen, you know, being these scribes and these chiefs, the kingdom. So, like, you matter of fact, I'm going to let it speak for itself. Yeah, I wish I was going to break it down at the end anyways. You know what I'm saying? Because we know that those are the prophets coming unto them. 
You know what I'm saying? So they're saying Christ. You know what I'm saying? Now it's up to Christ. This is the heir. Come let uh, Salakia. What will I? What shall I do? I shall send my beloved son that he may be. Will re they will reverence him when they see him. Verse fourteen. But when the husbandmen saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, "This is the heir. Come, let us kill him that the inheritance may be ours." So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed them. So you see, a hey, man. Salakia, cast them out of the vineyard and killed them. What thereof? What therefore? Salakia, shall the Lord of the vineyard do unto them? And you shall come and destroy these husbandmen, and and shall give the vineyard to others. Now, a lot of Christians are going to tell you that this is him doing away with Israel, but no, not at all. And when they heard it, they said, God forbid. He, he beheld them and said, what is, is this that is written? The stone which the builder rejected, the same is become to the head of the, the, head of the corner. Whosoever shall, upon, shall fall upon the stone shall be broken, and on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. And the chief priest describes the same hour sought to lay the hands on him. Salakia. Gotta highlight this. I'm going back to read this to myself. And the chief priest and the scribes that same hour sought to lay hands on him. And they feared the people were. For they perceived that he had spoken this parable against them. And they watched him and sent forth spies that would feign themselves just men that they might take a hold of his words. So as you could see, even they knew that these, these, these people killing them, you know what I'm saying, who these people, you know what I'm saying, were. You know what I'm saying, they knew that they were the ones trying to take the, the air from, you know, Mashiach. Uh, let me go. Uh, uh, Salakia. Verse 20. And they watched him, and they sent forth spies, which should feign themselves just men, that they would take hold of his word, that so that they might deliver him unto the power and authority of the governor. And they asked him, saying, Master, we know that thou sayest and teachest rightly, neither acceptest thou the person of any, but teachest the ways of God truly. Is it lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar or no? So now they're trying to entrap Hamashiach, Yahusha. But he perceived their craftiness and said unto them, Why tempt ye me? Show me a penny whose image and subscription hath it. And they answered and said, Caesar's. And he said unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which be of Caesar, and unto God the things that be of God's. And they could not take hold of his words before for the people, and they marveled at his answers and held their peace. Then came to him certain of the Sadducees, which deny that there is any resurrection. And they asked him, saying, Master, Moses wrote unto us, If any brother die, having a wife, and he die without a children, that his brother should take his wife and raise up the seed unto his brother. And there 
were therefore seven brethren. And the first took a wife and died without children. And the second took a wife and he died childless. And the third took her and like manner the, the seven also. And then they left no children and died. At the last of all, the women died also. Therefore in the resurrection, whose wife of them is she? The, um, for seven had her to wife. And Yahweh answering said unto them, The children shall be accounted worthy to a... Oh, Salakia. Oh, da, 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 da. Salakia, for the resurrection. And Yahweh answering said unto him, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage, but they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain the world and the resurrection from the dead neither marry or are given in marriage. Neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of, of God, being the children of the resurrection. Now that the, now that the dead are raised, even Moses showed at the bush when he calleth the Lord, the power of when he called Yahweh the power of Abraham and the power of Isaac and the power of Jacob, for he is not a power of the dead, but of the living. For all the living unto him. Oh. Also, brethren, highlight that and put that in your breakdown for the dead. The certain of the scribes answering and said, and Master, thou hast well said, and after that day does thou not ask him any question at all? And he said unto them, How say they that Christ is David's son? And David himself said that in the book of Psalms, uh, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, till I make the enemy thy footstool. David therefore calleth him Lord, and how is he then his son? Then in the audience of all the people, he said unto his disciples, Beware of the scribes which desire to walk in long robes and love greetings in the markets and highest seats in the synagogues and the chief rooms at the feast, which devour windows, houses, for a show, for show make long prayers and shall receive great damnation. So remember, we got to not be like that. You know what I'm saying? So that concludes the reading for today. What time is it? That concludes the reading for today, Akium. I'm going to stop the recording and take questions as usual. Boom.